Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning. So we thought it was going to be heat wave, but it's not today, is it? Well, it's seriously muggy, though, isn't it? Yeah, yes. I mean, I think last night was the hottest of the week, and that is saying something. Yeah, it was It was very, very hot. But we have got used to it. Last night I woke up and went to loo and got back into the bed, which is totally, you know, sodden with my sweat. Yeah. And just just flipped my pillow over and just went straight back to sleep. Lovely yeah. warm sweaty sheets. <laughs> oh, way up. So it'll be funny Don't if anyone's listening to this. By the bus. You just can't imagine any other weather now, can you? Yeah, Do you know it's what I mean? Uh, but like Paul says, it looks like we, we were planning on doing a fair bit of running this morning, but it, it's gonna there's gonna be a storm at some point. It isn't could there? be a storm, yeah. We could find ourselves. It's like that time we when there was that storm stranded. when I had that gig. Yeah. And they said we're gonna cancel the gig and I said you can't cancel this gig now. A monsoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a monsoon. So where are we going? Well, we'll just do a little, a little quick classic high gatey just in case it nice. breaks. Under the trees. It's all. It's all about the. Uh, it's all about the chat today. I'm all about that base. Yeah. yeah. So um, and uh, what, what what running have you been doing since the slow last? Uh, I've did a couple of runs last week. I went on a sort of. I tried to go on a sort of longish run on Saturday. In when it was really, yeah. It, when it was really, really hot on Saturday, I did t- I did ten miles. Yeah, and I kind of struggled actually. It was so hot. Yeah, and I hadn't actually run that far for a while. I found myself. Uh, it was harder than I expected. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't really so I think understand. Of you I as being fairly happy in the heat. I couldn't I mean, really understand why. I, I, I like the heat. I really like it. I just, all I can say is, it got more tiring the longer it went on. Right. That was a. Oh, you don't go too ma- soon with the wisdom. <laughs> That was the main thing I was suffering with. And it was just, uh, I think every now and again you just get a bit of a bad run, don't you? Yeah, yeah. And I had one, but I still did it and I enjoyed it and I, I sort of battled through and felt good afterwards, but it was undeniably tough. A slog. Yes, it was. A I bit went of a out slog. on Saturday as well. It was quite funny because I just made a decision more emotional than anything to do with the training, really. I suddenly just decided, quite unusually for me, yeah. that uh, I would. Uh, 
not go out for a fast run on the Saturday. Right. I okay, thought what good, I needed good. was not my sprint. Right. Well, a sprint strong, but you know, fast yeah. 5k. But a uh, mental health time, just time running. You time know, on just, your feet the thing. Therapy. Yes. Yeah. So I just went out for an hour. Right. And it was, no, and literally right. I hadn't made a decision based on the heat, but probably good decision. Yeah. Yeah, that hour. I went out yesterday to uh, Hackney Marshes. Yeah. And it was just, it was like the bit in Lawrence Arabia when, uh, <laughs> what's his name? I never remember actors' names anymore. What? Peter O'Toole right, yeah. goes back into the desert to save the bl- b- bloke. Yeah. The Devil's Anvil. That's what Hackney Marshes was like. It looked like there was no one there. Yeah. There was people huddled in under the shadows of the bushes right yes. at the edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all these square miles of... Those grass areas get really dry, don't they? Absolutely dry. It looked like Tatooine. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I ran around it. Right. I just took it out nice and slow. You know, it was, was lovely around there, yeah. Yeah, and I was ready. Um, it's funny, we're sort of... It's that classic thing where you've got a running story where, ju- don't get me wrong, like just this week, we changed ends. You went out and went, oh, funny enough, I like the heat, yes. but this isn't working. And I'm like, I'm really not a hot one. But that was fine. You know? Yeah, yeah, I do. T- I, I usually like it. It was weird. The worst of it was just the old sweating the sun cream into your eyes. Right. But I've got my never used before ultra runner's little town. Nice, nice. In case wiping. Like it. But because we're prepared for the hot weather, hot weather is going to abandon us, isn't it? That's the thing. I've been... Uh, I've actually been doing a couple of swims, actually. Oh, yeah. This last week, just to where, kind where? of mix it up. I went to Park Road Lido, did a couple of swims, and I really enjoyed it. I mean, that was in the intense heat. Had to, had to book. Yeah. Not many people in and stuff. But it was. Is it fun? Do I enjoy swimming? No. <laughs> but it's okay, though. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. I, I imagine it, it made me feel like um, those people. A natural woman. Those, it made me feel it like made you feel it made like me feel like those people who, um, when they say to you that they don't like running and you don't understand, yeah, it made yeah, me yeah. feel like one of those if I was chatting to swimmers, you know. Yeah, yeah. But um, that's okay. <coughs> that's okay. But you do get uh, you do get better the longer it goes on. I think that dog ambush. Was yeah. They pretend to be chatting, but I think it's it, it's a, it's a secret roadblock. Yeah, <laughs> taking everyone over. Yeah, there's a line of people and dogs, and all I could see was in, in those sort of seventies American films where there's six police cars. Yeah, yeah. Officers yeah. with shotguns behind them, and then Burt Reynolds just <laughs> comes straight crisscrossing leads <laughs> along the uh, Patlam way. Yeah, so I sort of yeah, sorry, swimming. Yeah. Well, no, I mean I'd start off and I'd, I'd feel like I'd do the first. It's a 60-metre pool, which is quite unusual and feels quite long. Yes, and, and it's uh, long. And I did... That's longer than the Olympic pool. Yeah, and I did about... I did 800 metres. Yeah. <coughs> and well, it just... Um, and it started off, I found it really hard, and then you find your rhythm with it a little bit, don't But the other thing is, lengths are boring, aren't they? Yes. The it's really nice to get in the water and have a splash around, but lengths, oh, come on. Yeah, um, but, um, and what, what stroke do you do? Cruel. No, I do. I do breaststroke. I was. I settled on a sort of pattern of three, three uh, lengths breaststroke, and then one front crawl. You're welcome. And um, and that yeah. was fine. Yeah. Although the front crawl by the end of 
each length was looking a little bit ropey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a little bit like a bloke splashing, desperately seeking the end of the, <laughs> the end of the swimming pool. I am not a technically good swimmer. It's funny, neither am I. I used to be. Uh, it's yeah. the closest I got to sport back in my school days. Yeah. Um, I, we've also been at the Lido, my. Oh yes, of course you went Parliament Hill, didn't you? Yeah, we've been to Parliament Hill. Feels Lido with its stainless steel box of cold water a couple of times. Yeah. And just fantastic. Yeah. And uh, it's amazing how it can still feel cold even on the hottest day. Yeah, it absolutely can, yeah. And I'm terrible with that sort of stuff. Yeah. I mean, this is... Park Road is sort of... It's slightly heated. Yeah. So there's absolutely no excuse at all, but it's, <laughs> it still takes me a while to get in. I have know. a funny thing, because, you know, it's not that often I come up against my own... Uh, change of body yeah. these days because it's been a long time. Of course, all my swimming memories are age old. Right. I used to swim, you know, I was like a fish when I was 12. Yeah. Just in, in the pool every yes. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, these days I'm like, I, can't, I don't float as well. Right. I, uh, I can't swim as well. I've forgotten the skills. I get cold yeah, all I the can. time. I kind really of miss all that body fat, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found it really hard. Just upper body by the back of the neck doing all that yeah, yeah, yeah. breaststroke. I'm just trying too hard for too, for too little gain, you know. Yeah, and I think the, the breaststroke's a funny thing because uh, that's what I used to do. I, I did a swim breaststroke for the school. They right. Offered me a place on the borough squad. Can you imagine that? That's great, man. Can you imagine it? Did an event and came second. It's all, yeah. you know, it's as close as I ever got to the Olympics. Yeah. And, um, and uh, I remember it. You know, I can remember the feel of it. And sometimes when I'm swimming, I can access it. But the rest of the time, I think, wait a minute. I'm swimming like my nan. Yeah. And my breaststroke is kind of like a synchronized doggy paddle, really. <laughs> and if you want to swim a good breaststroke, you have to... You just got to spend loads of time with your face or your head under the water. Right. If you stick your head out and keep it out, yeah. it just messes everything up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you I get these two little flaps, little flappy paws in front of you. And then, I whereas, if you, it gets a bit more like a butterfly, you're kind of in the water, out of the water, in the water, out of the water. But then you feel like you're blooming, yeah, like you're in a race. Yeah, 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 you yeah. You know what I mean? So that's a bit unnecessary. I can sort of do the... Head under, the, head under the water thing, but I, I haven't, it's like I haven't got the flexibility to do the leg stuff right. Right. I can't get the kind of, the V that you need from your legs or whatever it is you're meant to do. I just don't, I just don't have that groinal whatever, whatever oh, it is. Oh, here we go. Groinal. Expansion. Well, this triathlon is going to be great. Yeah. But it's funny how you can lose your form, isn't it? I remember Murakami saying about that, who did do triathlons. Right. Loads of training and stuff. And he just blew out a couple of times, didn't he? In what I talk about when I talk about running. Yeah. A couple of times he just... He's like, I was in the sea. And I forgot how to swim. Yeah. <laughs> Scary business, yeah. yeah. But um, I think that I'm just happiest the bit where it comes back. And it's very kind of primal. And ties in with those kind of child, childish memories. It's happiest under the water. Yeah, I like being I like nothing water. more than to get out of the pool and just dive in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And swim as far as I can. And, uh, yeah, I love all that. And I, I can do that. I can't swim the front crawl, but it's because I can't do the breathing. Right. I can do the front crawl until I run out of breath and I just sink. Yeah. And someone has to drag me out by my feet. <laughs> so, yeah, snorkeling, bang into it. That's, um, <laughs> we always used to do that when I was a kid, so you could spend the most time underwater. Yeah. Good fun and quite dangerous. Oh, yeah. Just sort of like, <laughs> just staying there, but 
beyond pain and trying to relax yeah, yeah, whilst yeah. the air kind of <laughs> yeah. listening to that creak get, get in a your bit, skull get a bit you giddy you know the the pool, it's right. more of a sort of exercise in bullheadedness isn't it as, yeah. as opposed to any kind of it was amazing at skill. Hillfields Lido they haven't got a uh, second counting clock right and it's amazing how much I miss it yeah. You know, I think, oh, I'll do that for a minute. Yeah. Oh, I can't time a minute. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, fun and exciting to be so in touch with my own yeah. 11-year-old <laughs> self. Yeah, good fun. But, uh, yeah, dreadful job for swimming. So what was your uh, weekly mileage last week then? What Th- I did them at 30. Right. I basically, I um, <coughs> can't remember now, did a really nice... Did a nice fast run. Yeah. It's quite a long time. I think I already told you about that. The day we went out with Tom Price. Yeah. I think I ran a long way. Honestly, can't remember. One of the days I did a long run, but it was a slow one. Got to the end of the week. I was going to do a (coughs) short run just ahead of my exercises and then do the fast one on Saturday. And instead... I took the day off. Right. Did a long, thinky run on Saturday instead. And because uh, last week, I my book, Running Tracks, got yes, to I saw that. 100% funded. That's amazing. So that's absolutely fantastic. And of that's course, fantastic. Brilliant. running well commentary listeners, so much of that is you. So um, that's it's, great. Uh, now it's happening. I can say now. You can pre-order Running Tracks. Right, brilliant. Of course, most of you guys already have. So when does well, we it... couldn't call it pre-ordering before. When, when's it coming out then? When's I still don't know. Right. Um, because it's basically, now it begins. Yeah. Because they're very nice people. Yeah. Of course, it doesn't get funded. Yeah. They need to be able to turn around and say, oh, well, see ya. Yeah, 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 yeah. So literally, I mean, the upside of it is, I've written it. Yes. So I submit the book. Right. This week. Yeah. And then we're in proper publishing world. And do they, they give me the date? I think that they'll be planning to release it quite a long time from now. I'll push them to bring that forward as much as possible, and we'll start editing. Right? Do they do they provide? Thank you. Do they provide an editor? Yeah, I mean, right. thank you. I think from here it's much more like a traditional yes, that's publishing right, process. Fantastic. Well, is it though? Because really, the magic of that is they specifically don't provide an editor. Yeah. Me being me, you know, I haven't just knocked out a draft of my book. It's fairly, uh, should we yeah, say, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I mean, handing it to a stranger now who's going to say change it completely. I mean, that was never going to play, but right now it's really going to hurt. I mean, you might be surprised. I, I, I gave my draft in, and I was expecting them to come back with loads of feedback and cuts and stuff but it was just quite sort of they say, well, they would they say things like talk about your balls less yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah less ballsy it was Could, uh, do you, must you say groinal yeah it was more <laughs> micro um sort of grammatical things really yeah, yeah, in terms yeah. of like the content of the content they weren't that they weren't that hands-on yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, that's very that's really exciting it's so exciting and it has been really kind of I really felt it, you know, I was going out, basically I was done with the book, yeah. but not finishing it, because I didn't want to be funding it and not, you know, chasing yeah. the, the the donations without doing, having any creativity to balance that out with, you know. Right. So, and meanwhile, I'm running all the 
absolute best songs and songs that are in the book kept coming out, you know. Yeah. So it's been that's right, right that's at the great. forefront of my mind for, for and then ended with such a on such a high last week. So it's really yeah, lovely. Yeah, And uh, yeah, so that's because we're both going on holiday, so I'm going to submit it and then yeah. go on holiday. So it's all very much new beginnings, you know. Perfect. Perfect. New beginnings because, and also because recently I've, comedy has been coming back. Yeah. And I've had to admit the little addendum to a conversation we had coming up the road here is, you know, I've been saying no to most gigs. Yeah. For, for very specific reasons. Yes. But you look at it and think, now I see them. There's something, there's a bifurcation here where my industry is returning and I'm not necessarily and you're not necessarily going with it. And then my children look at me and they look hungry. <laughs> it's complicated. <laughs> Father, <laughs> do whatever you like. The car park gig's really that bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sort of holding out so we can do gigs indoors. Yeah. Like the old days. That's right. But, you know, the, the, uh, the odd gig is returning. But people post pictures of the gigs on Facebook, and I look at it, and I think, I really don't want to do that. That's just what I was going to say. This, uh, talking of, uh, of uh, I keep looking for, you know, conflict. Hey, uh, save the save the oaks. Um, uh, I keep seeing, like you say, you see a post by someone, and I think, it's amazing. Everyone's Here we are. sold out. So good to be back. We're back. And you look at the photo, and you think, yeah. And it's if this was back at normal, uh, if we were gigging as normal, this you'd be arrive like, at that gig and think, Oh my God. Oh, I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually feel quite strange gratitude that my, uh, just when this thing was kicking in, yeah, I went and did a corporate and it was through some uh, communication error. Right. You know, over the years, you get quite a good corporate rider together. Yeah. Don't you sort of say, I'll say no to that one, or right. I will do this as long as you've got, you know, things like good sound and lights. Yeah, just basic stuff. And in my case, um, microphone stand, power for the guitar. Right. All this stuff. Yeah. Basic stuff, like you yeah. say. And for quite um, understandable technical reasons, I went to a gig. Ow, God, ow. You okay? It's that, it's that same tree root. We've got to come in and paint the tree root again. I did the, uh, I did Action Man foot. You know when you put your foot down and you bend your right. foot too much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got this, <laughs> the old snappy ankle. The funny thing is, when I'm walking in the, um, in the country, like on a step or a rock, mm. and you just catch it with your heel, and your foot flaps down <laughs> straight, yeah. I said, yeah. oh, Action Man foot. Always makes my wife laugh. Number of times I'm standing... We're just agonised. Cheers. Hello. <laughs> agonised. <laughs> a rogue whistle in the woods. We've got no idea where that came I think from. It might have been the dog. It's I think the dog. The dog is boiling. Or it's someone. Turn the dog off. It's boiling. Someone tracking us. They're coming down. Coming down. Maybe that was a. That guy was a wizard. Yeah, he, he transfigured his he kettle into a dog to make himself look popular. Oh, that benign. <laughs> wisdomy look of the wizard, didn't he? He looked yeah. quite, quite cool. So just as the lockdown was playing around the corners of our existence yeah. and about to come along, and of course you know me, I was very aware of that. I was washing yes. my hands yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot. Yeah. I went to this gig for these, all oh, the people had, they had so much money. Yeah. It's like, you know, just as the world seems to go, oh, we haven't got any money, they were like, well, we might as well throw some money at this. Yeah. And uh, they were having an award ceremony in this function room in this very fancy uh, 
conference centre hotel, stately home place. Very nice for them. Yeah. And I got there and there was nowhere to plug the guitar in. Right. There was no microphone stand. Yeah. There were no lights. There was, uh, the way they lit it was you stand in front of the overhead projector, so you are incredibly brightly lit, but with half a word on your face. Right. (laughs) And you just think, and I totally thinking, I I don't do this anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm over this. I've worked my way to get to the point where I don't find myself in this situation. Yeah. And it absolutely threw up these kind of barriers against unplayable spaces. Yeah. And now... Just, yes, sure, six months later, but nevertheless, for the next gig in my diary, everyone's like, well, everyone will be in their cars, but... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, maybe it's just uh, an age thing. Maybe it's just done so many gigs. I was say an age and experience thing, you know. Yeah, but it's just sort of done so many gigs, it's just like... I don't know. I've definitely. I felt it a bit since. It sounds bizarre. I felt it slightly since turning 51, actually. Yeah. Just a little bit more aware that I've got to look after myself a bit physically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just more of a physical thing, really. Just like the bounce back from runs hasn't been as bounce backy as it used to be. Yeah, yeah. Hence the swimming. Hence, sort of running a bit more on, on alternate days. Yeah, yeah. And trying to do something on the off day that helps me for the next, you know. Yeah, and I think it's a good idea because I know you've had a long... Well, we've always talked throughout the podcast about stretching and stuff. Yeah. And the thing about that is it's so difficult not to think of it as optional. Yeah, yeah. It's something you do every now and again, you know. Whereas swimming or something like that is something genuinely good for you. But physically, that you can kind of factor into your week, you know? Yeah, but if you... you particularly with you, because you can't do yoga because of, you know, the devil. Yeah, because that's a sat- satanic thing. Yeah. The connection that's well established. <laughs> Sorry, oh, mate. Sorry. You appear to have adopted a dog. Go back, go back. But I think I've realised that stretching's just got to be a d- an everyday part of your life, isn't it? Yeah. Or else you're just not going to be able to run. That's right. Simple as that. I'm, so I'm always doing little stretches now. Yeah, and it's a delay, you know? So if you yeah. don't do it, you'll feel fine. Yeah. And then later... Yeah. The effect will come home. Yes, yeah. So you just got to do it. You got to remember to do it. Yeah. But also, you know, people. The first thing, like my lovely kids say when I say I'm old, they say, "Oh, not old." And it's much more complicated than that because we are older. Yes. And this definitely has an effect on one's physiognomy. Yes, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it can totally be managed. Yeah, 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 totally. You can simultaneously go. Um, Stiffer and achier and yeah. more chronically injured and slower than I used to be. And yet, if I pull it together, I can be foot fitter and faster and more comfortable in my body than I've ever been. And that yeah. just sounds like a straight contradiction, but it isn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. a balancing act between the two things. Well, I used to have that kind of idea that I could just do what I want. And at any stage, I was three weeks away from being really quick yeah yeah, yeah. you know i could just lose half a stone in in a week you know not booze for a few days and i'm just back but i kind of realized that that's not the case anymore yeah i've got to and it's it's probably still true it's just a longer game i do have to manage it a bit more yeah yeah but that's okay yeah that's just growing up stuff isn't it i just have to it's the growing up stuff you never grow out of yeah 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 yeah. but i'm actually on a thank thank you 
I'm actually on an, on an eight-day no-boo streak, <laughs> which for me is probably the biggest no-boo streak I've had in at least f- maybe five years, actually. Can you feel it? <laughs> well, actually, no, before to the sub-three. Yeah, yeah. I went, I went a while, but... Um, yeah, I, feel, I can feel it, yeah. It feels... It feels different. It feels good. Yeah, yeah. But I'm having... I had first had loads of really vivid dreams and I was really tired. It's amazing and, how it fixes you know. sleeping. It's the yeah. same kind of thing as we were just saying about the ageing. It's complicated the way it fixes sleep. So when yeah. you don't drink, you sleep better, technically. Yeah. yeah. But it just doesn't necessarily feel better because yes. it gives you these deep, vivid dreams and you can't wake up in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's... Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it just makes you realise... It, Takes a while. I've got I've got lots of friends who drink a bottle of wine a day. Yeah, that's just what they do. Yeah, and they get used to that. Yeah, and that's fine. But I would hazard a guess that they don't realise how taxing that is. But they just get used to that level, don't they? Yeah, that kind of up down roller coaster level of every day. You know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Alan Parkin uh, said to me ages ago, and but he was absolutely right. And it is exacerbated by age. Is the thing. You gotta watch out for is how you feel the next morning. Not how you feel physically, how you feel psychologically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next morning. Yeah. It can be much harder to function. Yeah, of when course. When you have to spend little moments staring into the abyss. Yes. And and if you, if you, if that's part of your day to day, then of course, you know it can be made to work. Like you say, your friends are doing yeah, you that. You just factor it We've in. Doing that. Yeah. But you do have to recognise that that's happening. Yes. Unless yeah, you've yeah. got the green man. Let's, come on, let's catch this. <laughs> Up we're the gonna hill, out the woods. Yeah, yeah, we're doing it. Cross traffic lights. Yeah. yeah. That was good. That was good. Quick little charge. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. We need to post about that. Yeah. <laughs> we ran fast for 50 meters. <laughs> Up a hill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very exciting times. Yeah, it's sort of. Uh, so, so you wake up, and you're sober, and you feel ready to face a day but at the same time it brings up the stuff that you push down a little bit don't you because when you're getting drunk every day or even just a few days a week but you know drinking more than you should yep there's something being held down there isn't that's right it's escapism yeah so it's all that sort of stuff absolutely i find at the moment it's often a monday often right get to the end of the weekend and think, I've overdone it this weekend. Right. So we won't, me and my wife say to each other, you won't drink tomorrow. I mean, you do Monday, and it's easy. Yeah. You feel great, you feel... You feel good, because you're living in contrast then, aren't you? That's right. Yeah. And then on Tuesday, I think, well, I'll do another day then. And I get to the end of Tuesday, and I feel really low. Yeah. And just think, oh, why wouldn't I? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you say, point? because... What, what, what harm would it do? Exactly. It's, it's yeah. a bust and boom thing. Yeah. It's all, what did you say? You're living in contrast. Yeah. Exactly. And it's, I always said that about when people are unconventional. You've really got to redefine the rules, haven't you? If you play with something, you play against it. Either way, it's defining what you're doing. Yeah. And uh, what you really got to do is take or leave it. But that's, a th- yeah, of course. But that's a sort of, uh, but then when you don't drink for like however many days. And you're being a bit productive and you're working things through and you get in the state of mind. So is that it then? Is that just what 
life is just yeah, like yeah. feeling really productive and trying to be in the yeah. moment do you know but I actually think it's a Bri- it's a British culture thing isn't <laughs> it that we kind of we, we we work really hard with sort of like I'm not going to take a break yeah, yeah. not till I finish this yeah. and then when we're done we go bah, and yeah. go out till dawn yeah you know and, and I mean in other countries they just don't necessarily have that Emotional world coach just doesn't need to exist. It's, it's something that we as a culture have chosen. Seems to be, I've been about. I talked about it in Sweden for ages. And, you know, I really socialise there in the north, in the country, a lot. Yeah. And it's like I'm working as a dentist. I'm having a dinner party with friends and having a drink. Yeah. I'm bird watching. Yes. I'm cross-country skiing. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm asleep. Yeah. I'm awake. I'm having a sauna. I'm having a beer. None yeah. of these things... Had yes. a different energy. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. They don't need different energies. You don't yes, go, ah, yeah. sometimes, and phew, at other times. Yeah, yeah, It doesn't yeah, yeah. need to happen. Slightly more sort of, is it stoicism or is it, I don't yeah. know. Or sanguine. Yeah, it's sort of. Uh, Sanguinity. As opposed to, I'm working as a dentist. It's really stressful. I'm having a meal with my mates. We're hammered till half two. Yeah. I wake up really stressed and have a row with my wife. Yeah, it's, it feels now like I'm driving to work, still drunk. I've had an accident. Here come the police. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. sort of like, it feels know. like, exactly, it feels like that is like zigzagging through life. Yeah. When actually you can just go straight, just cruise steady. But that's the thing about it as well, isn't it? People get addicted to the drama, don't they? Yeah, of yeah, their own the life. So. I sort of get bust and boom. Yeah. No, it's I might, hard I might to go imagine. Over there, oh, okay, good. Um, Look at this. Let's go straight out. It's still pretty warm. It's not too warm for running, though, is it? Maybe it's good it's you've got this in the no, forest. it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. It couldn't be better, in fact. I'm, look at, I'm enjoying looking at it these last few minutes before the sun cream runs into my eyes. Right. <laughs> and I start going, ay! So we've got a little girl with a kite, which is nice. It's pretty fantastic. They have been playing cricket here. Yeah. No, it's been really, really nice. Now, we've met a few friends here because we're various... You know, we met friends... Basically, we've got friends who live equidistantly from here and it's right. so nice yes so we'll walk here or cycle here or yeah. people drive here and we walk here or whatever here we are get nice i'll get in front of you and get the high field. there we are here he is and there's that kite it's a kite there too maybe it is maybe it isn't but yeah i think that culturally it's impossible to dump that whole thing but i think moment to moment it is possible to remember that that weight we put on things. Yeah. The idea of highs and lows is artificial, and you can turn that switch off. Yes. Yeah, you know, yeah. like um, uh, the I'm at, I'm at the park run. Yeah. Heading for the finish line, and I think, oh, I can't make it. I'm really, really tired now. I've only got another 500 meters, but all my energy is gone. Yeah. I can say to myself, what if? You'd always been planning to keep running after the finish line. Right. You're going to run the two miles home. And the other voice in my head is like, yeah, I'd, I'd just be doing that. Yeah. So this thing about not only just making it to the finish line yeah. is a story I'm telling myself, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's sort of over-association, isn't yeah. it, sometimes? Yeah. And also, always, right. uh, Ed, Ed Gamble um, said when he was on the podcast something really always worth repeating you talk i think we were talking about food rules yeah. to do with exercise and stuff or maybe exercise anyway it was some kind of regimen yeah and he was saying the thing is you just got to be careful because everything can become something you beat yourself up with yeah even if it's something totally. really good like your diet or Absolutely. i run 10 miles every monday or whatever yeah, the yeah, hell yeah, it yeah, might yeah, be yeah, yeah. if you start to give yourself a hard time about it let it go yeah it's working out why you're doing the thing that you're doing is it so 
You run. You want to run 10 miles every Monday because it makes you feel like that. There might be another way to feel like that that doesn't always involve. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Sort of what, what, what's it about? You, you, you might, yeah. like you the other day, it was a good call to say, yeah, this th- I'll this just run for an hour. I just want to run now. Yeah, you know what, what I mean? do As I need from this run at this time? Yeah. Ultimately, reassess. Always reassess. Don't yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. keep on doing it. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's a bumblebee on the back of your shorts. Is there? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so we've got this... Uh, I, no- I had another thought Go on, then. about what we were talking about. I think someone listening to what I just said about and what you said about changing what I was doing on Saturday might think, all right, so you're really strict, but then sometimes you let yourself off. Yeah. But that's not it. Because no. the, thing, the bit of it you've got to let yourself off of is the emotions. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I think sometimes when people aren't strict, they don't understand. That, and and I, this reminds me of what we were talking to Eleanor about coaching. Um, you know, even if your coach is your watch, yeah, it's basically in terms of training and running and indeed swimming, is to take yourself, your emotions out of the dialogue. And instead of thinking, oh, this run is too hard or I don't want to run or I'm desperate to run, but I can't just to take those emotions away and say, this is this, this is what's happening now. Yeah. You know, I did my exercises yesterday right. and my family were like, you're going to do your exercises in this heat. I'm like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Monday, you yeah. know. And then uh, I was like, "How was it?" Was it okay? I said, I, "I sweated a lot." Yeah, but you know, it really didn't notice any difference, really, because of course I was in my house. Yeah, my muscles are the same. Yeah, the heat is really. If you're trying to, I don't know, write a chapter of a book or make a phone call or make a big decision, the heat is pr- really tough. Yeah. But in terms of stuff you're just doing with your body... It's quite nice, actually. It's, it's, it doesn't really affect it that yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite nice. It, it's, uh, 
it loosens you up, doesn't it? That's what I mean. I'm enjoying this. This is really nice. Yeah. And, and actually, funny enough, bang up now. if you can get a little bit of movement, you do get yourself a breeze. Yeah. So us running slowly through these woods, we're probably feeling a little bit more aerated than our families in, you know, t- in, in chairs. Um, or running around the house doing stuff. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they're sitting about. But also, cycling to your house today. Yeah. It's windy and cool. But it was early, so that's the other thing. Oh, we should find and it just gets hotter and should, hotter. We hotter. should really try and enjoy this because <laughs> in about a week we'll be like, it's over now. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean, we just. We, For a we, year. We sort of at the end. We, this summer's been so weird. Yeah. So bizarre because of everything that's been happening, but it will be gone fairly soon. So and there's been and so it. much good weather as well. Yeah, there's been uh, a lot. Because there was a fantastic blast of weather very early on, in, like, yeah. in April, I think. Yeah. And then by June, everyone was like, oh, it's rubbish, it's been terrible. It's like, it was... Yeah, it was good it, for It ages. was really gorgeous Yeah. Um, for a bit. And like you say, even change of societal rules aside it will soon be gone and that's the length of years isn't it it's it's always long enough for us to completely forget it and then rediscover it it's uh yeah i mean my kids went to they went to a part of the mass migration to brighton at the weekend yeah right and they had a really good laugh somewhere along the way this summer they've had a really good summer they hang hang around together quite a lot yeah, there's with been each that. other. They're, they're sort of in with the same group of kind of amorphous gangs of mates. When they all get together, there's about there's about thirty five, forty of them. Right. But then they just subs- they just splinter off, you know. <laughs> but they're um they've had loads of day trips out wild water swimming or go to Brighton or hiring a speaker and just and generally rubbing themselves against each other and having a rave. Then going to see old people, yeah. No, no, none of their relatives have been ill. They've been absolutely fine. It, it, people don't talk about it. It's good, to, it's good if it runs through the youth in the summer. Yeah. When it's not taxing the NHS. And also there's just nothing They're to not, be done because the youth, it's nothing to do with them in a very real sense. Well, They've just been getting on with things in a good way. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, as long as they do stay away from the vulnerable. Yeah. Then Which they do anyway, because they don't like them, because they smell away. Yeah, because yeah, they're, they're not in an age where their grandparents still give them money. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that that's the only real gone. reason they would <laughs> seek them out. <laughs> yeah. For cash donations. Oh, here comes a tandem. Excellent. <laughs> or a three-person bike, actually. Here they all are. <laughs> Lots of people here. Yeah. Um, Bit of a nod. No, I mean, but that's uh, the the thing that the young people, you know, literally just looking out of my window, uh, people particularly as old as your old kids and older than that, you know, if you're old enough to be a grown-up but young enough to be, you know, aged relative and carefree, it's been a great summer. Yeah, yeah, Particularly yeah. if you can and have, I'm sure, just psychologically, some people are really concerned and some people are really unconcerned. And if you're in unconcerned club, 
yeah. you know, it's been very freeing. And the other thing is, everyone's behaviour has become so directional. I do think it's been a good time, even for things that it's been difficult to do, you know, because people think, I will go to a restaurant, so they make it happen. People who want to start up a relationship, they're thinking, yeah, I'm yeah, going yeah. to do this. You know? Yes. Yeah, I ran yeah, through yeah. Highbury Field the other day, and they were saying, they just come through Highgate, we're saying how when people go out, they go out with purpose. Right. And through Highbury Field on Saturday morning, on that run we were talking about, Yeah. I say literally 40% of the people on Highbury Field and it was early, but it wasn't that early. It's probably right. about 11 in the morning. Yeah. I think literally 40% of the people there were doing yoga. Wow. You know? Yeah. There's a couple of people sitting about, and later in the day, people who were sitting about. Yeah. But then they'd be directionally sitting about. Yes, yeah. But yeah. in the morning there, it's all yoga and tennis, runners, yeah. of course. People are getting things done. Yeah, they're making positive decisions. There's been a lot of outdoors and stuff, which is great. Yeah. I mean, we went. I went to uh, punching sponge balls attached to their own heads. Yeah. <laughs> I went to a uh, see a movie yesterday at uh, Curzon Bloomsbury, the old Renoir Cinema where I used to work. Actually. Oh wow! And uh, what film? We had a little meal before. It was a film called The Traitor. It was an Italian Sicilian mafia film. Nice. Based on a true story. The guy who turned against the Cosa Nostra when uh, Falcone was involved. Yeah. No, it was great. It was a lovely movie. But for the hottest day of the year, very few people around. Yeah. Because, of course, you've lost all the international. Yeah, that's the thing well, in central London. international visitors. The actual fundamental demographic of the place is... is, is it's international. Completely different, yeah. Yeah. And, and we were the only people in the cinema. Which is actually quite fun. Yeah. Um, and we went for a little meal. Did you get naked? Like, no, we just, we just enjoyed the moment. <laughs> so it's probably happened once, you know, twice in my life, and it's to be enjoyed, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, it's such a shame. Hopefully it'll come back yeah. next year. But I saw high-end cinemas being offered up for private hire. Right. Which is a really nice idea. Yeah. But of course... It really it shows. sidesteps any economical questions. <laughs> it shows what a mess they're in, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the cinemas, of course, were suffering anyway. I found it very sad and amazing a couple of times in recent years. Yeah. Going to a cinema on a Saturday night in new film. Yeah. Because of being somewhere due to comedy, you know, right. between shows at the Comedy Store in London or yeah. after a pre-club show in Nottingham. And you go and see the new film right. that, that's been all over the press. Just nobody there. Yeah. I went to see uh, T2, you know, a train spotting sequel. Yeah. Uh, at 10 o'clock on Saturday night in Nottingham. Yeah. And I was one of three people. Wow. I, you know, it's, yeah, it's like, uh, wow. It's, it's that sort of. It's so, all those cultural shifts <laughs> are happening, isn't <laughs> it? So I just, I just caught myself doing a little rhythm. Do you want to see it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But I, I, you okay. can get a rhythm. It's like a sort of Irish dance. Yeah, you can get a little rhythm. La, la, la. Yeah, a little two-step. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, you, you, you wonder whether those things are worth maintaining or not, don't you? Yeah. You wonder whether you're being a bit of an old fuddy-duddy or That's what. That's right. Know? I mean, oh, we used to go to the cinema. We used to work in an office and go to the cinema. <laughs> yeah. You know. And people do, the thing is that when it comes down to it, it's a bit like coming full circle to what we're saying about comedy gigs. People are very romantic about it. They want to rescue things. They want to save things. But that stuff doesn't sustain 
people are ultimately more selfish than that, you know? I'm sure people would love to save cinemas, but if cinemas come back and everything's fine and back to Waggle's Fingers normal, people aren't going to carry on going to the cinema on principle. No. They'll just go back to streaming it to their phones. That's sort of what's... I wonder what is that something that's happened during all this that we realise that in it together but a parts thing. Yeah. How good people have got what I'm what I'm suggesting is for some people it's made them more atomized, hasn't it? It's made them more individual. Yes. It's made them more able to look after themselves and pertain to themselves. Yeah. And want to. To make stronger yeah. decisions. <laughs> But, um, but also not prove self-care. Not bothered about communality. As much. Yeah. Um, and it's it's going to be interesting to see how it goes going forward. Yeah. Might that sort of gap between the introvert and extrovert might have become more pronounced. Yeah. Or something. I don't yeah. Know. Introvert and extrovert is a big thing, and I think also communality is something that we've expressed in different ways in recent years because. There's a difference between one's society and one's tribe. Yeah. You know, you can say, I'm really interested in looking after my people. But what you mean by my people could be anything from all the people, so many people, yeah. to the people that you know and see in the street, you know, the people yeah. from your village or from your virtual village, you know? <laughs> It's going to be really interesting doing that race, September the 15th, the half marathon, up in the new forest there, past, uh, past uh, on the outskirts of Dublin, just yeah. by Nottingham Castle. A couple of important things, I'm going to need to yeah. get you a diary and a map yeah. before then, <laughs> yeah. for that. Because that's a Tuesday run. That's a Tuesday race. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's on the that's Tuesday morning mass. In Hampshire. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's mass work classic. on that. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Well, I feel like um, I feel like I want to talk to you about these uh, coming marathons and marathons we were going to do. But I don't know if we should, we're sort of nearly back at yours. I feel like yeah, it's, yeah, I don't right. want to open this can of worms. No, that's right. Let's save it. We're going to save it. That's fine. So quick. Oh, tell you what, you know Nora Ephron? Yes. Have you watched Judy and Julia yet? Not yet, mate. No, you know you were saying about that film, the Mafia film? Yeah. I found something interesting the other day. Go on then. Um, you know, Goodfellas is based on a book by a journalist, can't remember his name, but it's a true story of Henry yes. Hill. Yes. Called Wise Guys. Yeah. And uh, the journalist who wrote it was married to Nora Ephron. Really? And she... Um, use the same source material to write the Steve Martin, Rick Moranis comedy, My Blue Heaven. All right, okay. So that's basically a telling of the same story. But through the Ephron filter. That's right. Now that is a... uh, That sounds like... That is a double bill I'd like to watch. Yeah. I find it... When I'm running my film studies course... Yes. And the more astute among you in Berkeley will, University will have noticed that this is fictional. And nevertheless, I always seem to be making notes for the lectures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been thinking recently, if you can take a this doesn't comment on the last two films I mentioned, by the way, I've never seen My Blue Heaven. But um if you take two films within a group, within a franchise or whatever, one that is good and one that is bad. Yeah. Everything 
you could learn everything about films from that, couldn't you? Yeah, I suppose so, yeah. I've seen this week... It's I've a good seen, idea, actually. I saw Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Right. The, seek, the second of the new franchise films. Yes. So Jurassic Park 5 or Jurassic World 2, depending on how you want to look at it, you know. Saw that this week. And uh, just to clear the palette, really, right. I started watching Jurassic Park again. And okay. honestly, it's just... One of them is an excellent film. The other one is a terrible film. That sounds pretty basic, but you can pick it apart. You know, yes. right down to the to the DNA of the thing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just incredible the decision making processes that have gone on there. Because I think there's a snowball effect creatively. Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom is so full of uh, kind of. There's obviously lots of people making decisions. Right. There's a lot of cultural baggage, you know, yeah. self-referential. We could do that because we did it in the other film. Yeah, yeah, kind yeah. Of stuff. So it sort of turns in on itself. It turns thing. in on itself. It's, it snowballs so that you kind of think somehow, in spite of themselves, these people are almost deliberately putting bad things into the film. Isn't that weird? It's <laughs> because, they're, because their priorities are it's so like, far It's like away. the equivalent of a comic thinks that everyone's seen him before. Yes. You've sort of got to presume that no one's seen you at every moment. Yes. Even the really big comics. Exactly. And, yeah. and it doesn't matter who you are. Exactly. That's the, perform- the yeah. performance thing. That's, uh, I was talking to uh, Ella about the, uh, the Flaming Lips. Yeah. And I went to see them and I'd heard that they were this fantastic live band. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I wasn't a massive fan. And uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was cynical. I wasn't, I wasn't just passive. I was negative. You know? Yeah. And they were... Great, bet they were, yeah. And they were doing the tour that everyone that got everyone talking. But they'd been on that tour for what, what, a couple of years, right? And they played that show that night, like, like it was the show. Yes, yeah, the yeah. one most important night in everyone's life. And Amazing. that's what you do. Or Beyonce, at Glastonbury, like we talked about. Yeah, you know, moment to moment. Woo! You're not just. Thank you. They're not just. Uh, thanks a lot. They're not just playing that gig. They're winning that gig. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Earning the gig every yeah. moment. Yeah. And I used to do the band at Late Live in Edinburgh. He played for two hours. Yeah. From three in the morning to five in the morning. Yeah. And if anyone, tough, tough, sweaty spot, that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in some ways, look, Earthy. it's not a place for deep creativity. Yeah. You know, you're just playing covers. You, there's a lowest common denominator element. To but you've got to deliver. You've really got to deliver, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, the pressure to deliver is fantastic. Yeah. Because there is no... The audience have no stake in the game. They've had their, they bought their ticket for a comedy show yeah. three hours ago. But yeah, so they've got their money's worth. If at any moment you're not interesting, they're not going to go and sit down. Yeah, but that, They'll walk out of the building and go home to bed. It's that sort of. It's the high stakes of like. This is the last thing I'm going to do tonight. So they've got no investment because they're paid for the entertainment. But at the same time, just because they're up, you're dealing with that, aren't you? You're dealing with the last bits of energy. And there's an intensity to that, isn't it? Yeah, so if you do get their attention, it builds and builds. People don't stay up until 5am very often. No. And you're the reason that they're doing it now. So that builds with its own... Intensity, doesn't it? And pressure. And And that sense as a comedian or a band that if everyone likes this, then you've got this moment like a kind of jumping to another stepping stone in the molten lava. If if you like that, you'll like this. If you like that, you'll like this. It's it's kind of let's keep going. Let's keep keep the momentum momentum before it explodes beneath our feet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we all fall into the molten lava. Uh, So, and it's funny to think of that because of all that creativity, all those Edinburgh shows. It's that sense of 
like you say, always assuming you've got to earn it, yeah. is the most performancey lesson I can pull from that right now. Yeah. It would yeah. be the Edinburgh Festival as we speak. I think everyone's now it started. Well, it's like whether it's on or off. That's the trouble with the Edinburgh Festival is that the culture talks about it for 36 hours at yeah, the beginning. Yeah, yeah. And for people that are in it, it goes on for another three and a half weeks. Amen. I remember going to the Edinburgh Festival and doing some stuff and then going to the Green Man, yeah. which of course is a normal length festival weekend. Yeah. And then coming back and looking at the paper, more stuff about the Edinburgh Festival, and I was like, is that still on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, for another fortnight. You wonder whether, whether that's a thing that might not come back yeah. with the strength it did, because people having a year of not not paying ridiculous rents or not going through that mill, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And finding alternatives. And I, I saw a younger comedian talking about how much they liked uh, internet gigs, Zoom gigs. Right. And, uh, and, uh, and very much a sort of somebody like doing comedy and watching comedy. And just saying they really liked how, you know, they were enjoying the shift of live stand-up towards the way they... Um, ingest the culture, you know, on Instagram right. and YouTube and stuff, and just really celebrating all of that. Well, that yeah. I, I saw it clearly. I, 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 mean, well, I was thinking, that is not me. Well, that, so, I don't mean to cast aspersions, but were, were they yoga practitioners? <laughs> it, was, it was a Satanist. <laughs> if that's what you mean. Because that, that's what I mean, Rob. <laughs> that's what I mean. Because anyone who thinks Zoom communication or stand-up is better than live... <laughs> Well, there's a problem. Stand up in a different way. Too. There's a problem. Right. Yeah, well, stand up has to exist in front of an audience, surely. At some point, the PBs will start to come back, won't they? Yeah. Because I start a few people of, you know, the virtual PBs and stuff. Well, I start to, I'll have a little trawl. It's obviously hard to do it without races as such, but that will start. To yeah, happen. and in the meantime, if you feel you've had one that we haven't covered, we would just like to say, Arruga! Arruga! What's that sound? There? What's that? What, what that irritating dog? There's David. It's our dog. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get a picture of him yeah. in the sunshine. In the sunshine. Someone else was dissing yeah, this this outfit. The, 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 the Frosty's t-shirt got called pajamas the other day. It's, <laughs> it's amazing how much heckling you get. For, uh, I like this old t-shirt. Like all your t-shirts. I'm sort of slightly. Uh, <laughs> Well, well, they're lucky that we're not topless because it yeah. is that hot. Some guys do that. That's a, that's a uh, that's a little trip too far for me. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.